Andres Segovia Show. And welcome to the Andres Segovia Show, everyone. Happy Monday to you all. Really hoping that this week starts off better than last week for those of you that uh, invest in the stock market, right? This is why I say you have to diversify your investments if you haven't already looked at real estate. Real estate is the most solid investment you can do. Yeah, you could say it's my bias because I'm a broker, but the fact of the matter is when you have 80 to 90% of millionaires investing in real estate, that's got to tell you something, right? But yeah, I... I'm going to give you a tease right now, though. Um, I am going to have an interview with a, a friend of mine um, that can help shed some light on investing uh, outside of real estate, you know, because I do believe in diversifying. So if you can, you should. Don't have to, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. But anyway, um, we got the news roundup to get to. But before I get to that, uh, first off, thank you for tuning in. And second, I need you to make sure that you listen to my PSA from uh, last Thursday. Because if you missed out on that, then you missed out on important information for tomorrow's election. Because statewide, this is we have a primary, but we have to pick... We have to vote on a proposition. This isn't something that normally happens. Propositions happen during the normal election cycles, but this is uh, somehow this, this special uh, a ballot proposition arrived, and we have to vote on it, and it's to increase taxes again and borrow again, the, uh, stuff that we don't have uh, the money to do. So by all means, listen to that if you haven't already, and if you remember only one thing that I say, vote no on Prop 13. Okay, let's get going with the news roundup for February 2020. You know, before diving into the articles that I have, uh, my stack of stuff, I got to I got to say, I've really come to enjoy experimenting with what I felt has been an experiment. That is the, the news roundup, because uh, sometimes the news is so varied or sometimes it's just so monotonous that it's like, why am I going through every single article? It's like I'm just saying the same thing over and over again. So why even bother like, giving the time of day to it? But otherwise, this this podcast could very well be like two or three hours long per news roundup roundup and of course that's as boring as can be so i'm gonna try consolidating once again into the thematic elements or the main themes that these headlines are are pushing and emphasize a little more on those that uh, deserve some elaboration so i want to kick everything off with how great housing is because why not (laughs) that's actually the the articles i have the most headlines on and then deal with the more serious of notes um thereafter so let's start off by just rattling off how many of these hot markets there are throughout the united states this headline comes from the denverpost.com metro denver's housing market shook off winter's doldrums with a hot january this from wwlp.com western massachusetts housing market scene more first-time home buyers this from montana krtv.com great falls housing market had a record-setting year in 2019 this from payments.com pym nts.com u.s home sales hit highest january peak in years now i'm going to do a little bit of elaboration on this next headline because it 
it, it reads wrong, but that's just the way it's expressed. For this from CNBC.com, U.S. housing starts fall while building permits near 13-year high. So the elaboration is this. U.S. home building fell less than expected in January. That's actually a good thing. Building permits surged to a near 13-year high, pointing to sustained housing market strength and lower mortgage rates. And housing starts dropped 3.6% to an annual rate of 1.567 million units last month, the Commerce Department said. So even though it sounds a little negative, it's actually the other way around. It's actually a really, really good thing. So all this is an indicator of how strong the housing market is. And this is a strong point, especially since there's always a concern of some kind of recession. Because for those that are familiar with business cycles or economic cycles, it's a recession is a natural part of recycling. It's kind of like the, the seasons in a year. There are different seasons for different things. Same thing with the economy. It's just that we live in a world, a global economy, so things are a little different than what would normally be in an isolated economy. So... This is interesting because someone else was actually thinking the same thing that I was. DSNews.com was reporting uh, that housing market could stave off potential recession. Analysis from First American Financial Corporation says that while the U.S. economy is currently in the longest recorded economic expansion on record, a correction could be coming. However, the housing market could stave off a downfall, then fall victim to a recession. Housing is the largest contributor to the CPI, the Consumer Price Index, and this is an indicator of the rate of inflation and also the uh, consumer's affordability, um, what their index is like. And housing, it, with it being as strong as it is, when the financial sector was having issues and some people calling a recession, oh my gosh, we're in a recession, Andres, I don't want to buy a house because it's a recession. It's like, unless you are in the financial sector then you shouldn't have to worry about. And whatever that was, was just a bleep because of what's happened since then. Because as I was pointing out in my previous episodes, especially off the record where I can sound off without uh, having any concerns for the censors, I was talking about how the... The, the recession narrative from last summer was really something that was being pushed to try to um, fear monger people into believing the economy was on the verge of collapse. But let's fast forward to now where there are two economic things that are, are occurring. One is not economic but affecting the economy and the other one is economic. The financial sector is always the up or down. And the financial sector is being strongly affected right now because of what is on the verge of a global pandemic, and that's in the form of the coronavirus. And the fact that uh, it happened in China and people were having concerns, uh, governments are having concerns with the actual official numbers from China and the news leaking out from there, perhaps contradicting what's happening over there. It's actually shown to be on a more um, grand scale than China is reporting. That has been a concern. And the fact that now it's affecting different industries altogether because of the re- over-reliance and dependence on, on parts and materials from overseas, particularly China, it is having an effect on the on companies throughout and also the financial sector this is on a global scale this isn't something that's isolated to say one nation or a state so the fact that this virus alone is bringing things to a standstill affecting flights affecting prices of of combustion affecting the the goods and materials to make products it's affecting that all together like what happened with samsung the same weekend that samsung was so gleefully reporting that the the their new samsung galaxy s line was available for pre-order they discover at the same time that um, one of the samsung factories uh, the coronavirus case was confirmed so now who isn't thinking that perhaps if it was already existing 
testing some of the coronavirus might be within the products because it can live outside of a host for days on end. You know, these things are scary and it's bringing the world economy down to its knees as the, has been proof of last week with uh, the the um, the stock markets being all over the place because of the concerns of the coronavirus. So the housing market could be our saving grace is the point in all this. But of course, in the housing market, not everything is roses and sunshine. This from Bloomberg.com. The U.S. housing crisis is making its way to the heartland. This from KCCI in Des Moines, Iowa. Mobile home residents appear before legislators in support of rent regulation bill. Look, this is, these, are, these are things I've talked about before. That it was spreading across the country. So, Andres, what could possibly be leading to housing affordability throughout? The fact that we have a shortage of housing because there are high earners. That means people that are making a lot of money that are not buying. They're renting. And when they decide to rent, they're taking a product away from someone that could use the rental property that can't afford to buy. Meanwhile, people that can't afford to buy are choosing not to buy because it was actually one of my first episodes I've ever addressed on on the the show. It was, uh, is buying a home a good investment? Where if you typed it in a year ago, there were so many negative articles saying that you should never buy a house, you should just go and rent, which is just a lie that you should never buy a house. If you can, you should because first off, property ownership and property rights is where your rights begin as an individual and you begin to realize and understand a lot more once you're a property owner yourself it's like well andres you know isn't it someone else's prerogative to make more money so they can afford something well technically yes uh just that some might not be able for different circumstances and i think that something that encapsulates uh, unique struggles not for the lack of trying but because for lack of a better description, bad luck on, on their side would be this story that I ran into also from KRTV uh, saying the Mitsola family fighting to find affordable housing. Now, I'm going to read this one uh, because it's, it's short, but uh, it makes a good point. And this is uh, regarding two years ago, David Lawson Jr. and his dad, David Lawson Sr., headed out on a father-son trip to Nevada. They were living in Rosarito, Mexico, when David Sr.'s congestive heart failure was worsening. So he's someone that was already going through um, some health issues. They said to put him in hospice, and he said he wanted to die in Montana, um, Lawson Jr. said. So they came, to, they came home to Montana. He loves nature. He loves the weather. He loves the smell of the place. This is home to him. I wouldn't want him to die anywhere else. Lawson Jr. dropped out of college and quit his job so he had more time to spend with his dad. His condition improved and they were pre-approved for a mortgage in New Mexico. But a few days before they planned to leave, the dad felt a severe back pain. Lawson Jr. said, I took him to the ER and they said it was lung cancer that started in his left lung and metastasized in his bones. The lung cancer came from years of working with asbestos. My dad says if you have a car you're not homeless. But without, a, but without a steady income, the medical bills piling up, they can't afford an apartment. That's how they ended up in their car and in a trailer on expressway. Lawson Jr. said the hardest part isn't even the chemo or the cold, but the stigma. He called 211, the homeless information hotline, and said 
the Salvation Army would pay their deposit on a place if they could find one. They were facing discrimination for him because when I would mention that he has terminal cancer, it was almost like his application would go into the trash because they didn't want him to die in the house. He said it's an endless loop trying to find resources that actually help, but they're still happy and hopeful. In a perfect world, everyone will have a place. Everyone wouldn't have cancer. I know our time is coming. We're just holding on to that. Um, all these articles that I ever referenced are available at the resources section uh, at the www.theandrosegoviashow.com accompanying each episode I'm referring to. So go find this episode on the website. You'll find all these resources and links to these things. Um, and if you really want to pull something up from here, great. I- I'm not aware of any GoFundMe that's been started for the family. It's just literally a report that's been out there. So I'm just conveying this as an example of what does happen um, uh, to-, to certain individuals for why they cannot get on their own two feet uh, because they run into these kind of things. And medical expenses, I believe, are more expensive than anything in terms of housing. At least housing has an endpoint. Unfortunately, with medical, depending on your condition, you never know. You never know. Uh, there's just so much that goes into that, and it can be super expensive, and it opens a, a door to a whole other conversation regarding um, Medicare and, and insurance and all that, which is not something I deal with in the show, so I would not talk about it. But if I do bring it up, it'll be something that I reference on Off the Record, so check out for that in case I ever do address that. But it comes to a point that the, the housing affordability has multiple different factors that uh, that play into that. And I am not blaming one side or another for any of the sorts that happen here. But when you have an economy and the economy is growing, uh, the idea is that a, um, a rising tide lifts all boats. Uh, sometimes some boats are tethered, so they will not rise and sometimes uh, sink or the boats themselves are not well maintained and they're just not going to stay afloat for long. So that's my uh, metaphor for how the economy works. But continuing on with what I've been covering here has been uh, regarding the housing affordability and for for um, a lot of people that uh, are, are not owners and are renting, they can either face uh, possible evictions for various amount of reasons, um, but Long Beach is taking action that lo- the landlords can no longer use planned renovations to kick out tenants, uh, at least not until they pull the permit for the work, uh, because they're, they cl- Long Beach Council is claiming that there's a loophole that tenants are being evicted out of their, their units because the landlord is supposedly going to do a renovation on the property, and then after they kick the tenant out, in their, even in a rent control area, then they'll be able to market it at the at the market rate, not the depressed rates that rental housing is trying to keep down. So that means the landlord can recover on their investment. The thing is, some landlords don't do the planned renovation. They'll probably just spray paint over cobwebs and throw carpet over a broken tile and say that they renovated. So Long Beach is trying to take um, an approach by saying you need to pull a permit to do this because by pulling a permit, you're allowing the city inspectors to come inspect the units to make sure that things are being done and being done to code. And I got no issues with that. I think that's that's actually um, a pretty good thing uh, because the last thing you want is to have... um, um, buildings that catch on fire because of, of shoddy work. Because believe me, working in the construction field, construction field, I can tell you, I've seen a lot of crap done for properties. You can you can see the most beautiful kitchen and the most beautiful bathroom, and then you realize why is there mold growing in the back? Because they did not install it right, and with the proper felt barrier to make it um, uh, water, or at least a water barrier, so it won't seep into the walls. You know, I've I've seen a lot of crap, man, um, and. It happens. So I'm. I got nothing against this. I actually think it's a pretty smart thing uh, to pull to pull permits to prove those things um, that is being done right. Especially since uh, if you're going to rent it to somebody else, I mean, come on. 
Um, you got to think about health and safety. Uh, I'm all about health and safety too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I did have a couple of more articles on my stack of stuff here, but I'll be saving them for its own episode, especially since it's a more localized um, news that I need to get to, and that's regarding uh, situations that's, that's happening in the city of Anaheim, California. So I will weigh in on that in its own episode, and I'll also be intending to do an episode devoted to rental affordability. It, since I had to address a lot of it because it's been in the news a lot lately in this uh, episode, since it's the way the news goes, um, I figured I should touch on this subject again um, because there's some misconceptions about it as to why it, um, it's happening and why it's occurring. Uh, I didn't address it to its extent. I've only been covering the headline news in this episode, but I have done a two-part series discussing rent control, what it is, and what it's done. Um, so I do recommend you check those two episodes out. I'll leave links to that in the resources section accompanying this episode at www.dangersegova.com for you to go back on them and learn more about rent control initiatives and their cause and effects. Again, that's a, uh, I'll be revisiting that subject in an com- upcoming episode. But this I just got from the wire. This was not something I had on my stack of stuff. It just came through, popped up on my phone. You're like, you know what? I'll toss it in just because um, it's a strong way to end this uh, um, this episode of, of the News Roundup. And it's from Fox Business talking about the best cities for an investment in the housing market because it's still available for you. I just talked about how people are investing in their local markets and how things are still are still growing in the housing market. Whereas, oh, we're supposed to top out last year or two years ago, or this year we're supposed to be, we were supposed to be in the middle of a recession and none of those things have, have happened. If anything, housing continues to be strong because of low rates, because people are investing in real estate. They're, I believe more people can invest, but when we don't have enough product to go around, that's what also affects the prices but you do have opportunities to invest if you know where to look and this thing just came by um let's see overpriced housing bad for economy says investor yes um that's why there are still some areas where you can still uh, get good deals so curbed uh, published a report that found which U.S. cities have the best housing markets specifically for making a good investment in a home. And the top five uh, um, cities that, that came across, um, some are in Texas. Oh, there it is again, right? Uh, Texas. Texas is better than you. Um, it's right. That's that's kind of been at like the recurring theme every time I do one of, the, uh, one of these uh, 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 news roundup things. San Antonio, Texas is on the list. I don't know if this is a rank from best to worst or worst to best, but uh, they, they ranked uh, San Antonio as the first one mentioned. The next one over is Dallas. Um, what San Antonio, Texas? The medium home price is one hundred eighty-four thousand bucks. So boom, there you go. Population of one point five million, rounding up. Uh, Dallas population of one point three four million. The medium home price is two hundred thirty-three thousand. Wow, that's really pretty good. I thought they'd be considerably higher considering how much building they're doing over there. Um, then we have Charlotte, North Carolina, population of less than 100,000. Medium home price is $249,000, rounding up. Raleigh, North Carolina, population almost half a million people. Medium home price, $284,000. And the last one, Charleston, South Carolina, population of 130,000. Medium home price of $328,000. Wow, that's actually more expensive when you really think about it. But uh, but there you have it. If you're looking to to invest somewhere, and there you have it. 
that's the way the news goes, ladies and gentlemen. So stay tuned to the program. We're going to be covering other serious topics that are coming up. I will be doing some Real Estate 101 stuff when I'm able to get to it. But it looks like I got to address some hot topic issues that uh, my, people might find a bit divisive uh, because we got to talk about it. There's just no other way around it. So I'll be addressing those issues when they come up. Um, in closing for this, this program, I got two announcements to make. There are different events coming up for Real Estate that I will be making mention and announcing on this program as they come up, uh, particularly for those that are looking into investing into real estate as like whether you're buying your own home or if you're one of those that own a home and want to actually build an estate. So you want to turn that house into two houses, etc. You know, building your estate. There is a conference that's um, that's tailored to you, which is free of charge. And it looks like it's coming to Long Beach um, in um, early spring. So I'll keep you appraised of that because I'm also intending to be there. So you might be able to find me um, in in, in the halls of this exhibit. Also, this month is the first anniversary of my show. Woo! Yeah, the program is turning one year young. So uh, I'm excited about this. I have some ideas of something that I wanted to implement, and I'm looking to, to do these segments of the news roundup in video as well. Uh, some people have asked me if I could do graphics and stuff. Um, I'll see what I can do about that. But uh, I might intend to just stream these news segments and uh, scheduling them out as things, you know, as more of you start tuning in. And if you're able to tune into the live broadcast, then perhaps I could be answering your questions on the air as well. So that's an experiment that I wanted to tr- try out next month. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and I would love for all of you to participate. But until then... I'm calling it on this one. You know where to find my uh, my socials. And if you don't, go to www.deandresegovia.com. Find all my social links there. The podcast section is going to have every single directory that you can find me on. And if you don't see the, the buttons for Pandora and listen notes doesn't matter you can just type in the show name and you will find me Um, and also subscribe to YouTube because that's where you'll be seeing my feeds of videos whenever I post them and I have been posting some tech news there so for those that are interested go check that out as well and if you do want to jump into some real estate resources now instead of waiting for me to get to them go to www.segoviares.com segoviares.com where it has all real estate all real estate only information so that's where you can find it and until next time i hope all of you are well stay safe stay healthy and as always i'll see you on the next one